0: and Christian greetings to each one today and uh, happy Mother's Day to the mothers. Um, my wife and I would like to also verbally say a big thank you for the fellowship meal the other Sunday. And, uh, you know, we were just, I don't know, I think when we got home, we felt kind of numb from. All your kind words and gifts and appreciation, and we will treasure them for years to come. So thank you very much. Uh, Clinton, I appreciated your second song in the, in the course that said, Channels Only. And that's, that's in the title of my message, Mothers Are Channels. And uh, and uh, just to my message this morning, the burden of the message is that uh, as mothers are channels, they are channels of God's love to their families and others. And that's just a simple concept. Mothers are channels of God's love. Several weeks ago, uh, we were in Kentucky to viewing and funeral, two viewings and funeral. And there's a grandmother in Kentucky and she was a godly mother and she's a grandmother and she lives by herself and we always stay with her. However, with this funeral and her, all her family was gonna be there in the area. and It's a smaller community and we knew that she wouldn't have room for us. So we told her that we're going to take care of our own lodging arrangements, and so don't worry about it. Well, during the evening we was at the viewing, one of her daughters came up and said, Hey, do you all have a place to stay? Well, not yet. And then one of her daughters said, Well, we're staying over at a campground, and there's plenty of cabins over there. Y'all can come over there. I said, okay. Well, later in the evening, the grandmother herself came around. She says, "Listen, you're staying at our house, at my house." I said, "Now wait a minute. How's this work with all your family?" She says, "Well." She said, the grandchildren are scattered all over the house, and that's not necessary. They can tighten up. And I want you to come and have a room. See, she was demonstrating God's love to us. You know, she didn't have to keep us, but she wanted to. And that's, that's the vibes I get from the mothers here at the peak. And so my text verse today is Delight thyself also in the Lord and He shall give thee the desires of thy heart. That comes from Psalm 37. And you know, delighting is the idea of great satisfaction, taking great pleasure in serving the Lord. And mothers that commit to delighting in the Lord will receive the desires of our heart. I believe that's a promise. It's not as simple as it first sounds, and I'll explain in the message. And I want the message to be an encouragement to you as mothers as you face the challenges of motherhood, challenges of life. Delighting in the Lord also include the word commit, it also involves the word trust. And being a channel isn't always easy. And we could look at a few of those verses maybe in the outset here in Psalm 37. Psalm 37 3 says, Trust in the Lord, do good, and so shall thou dwell in the land, verily thou shalt be fed. Verse 4 is my verse for this morning. Delight thyself in the Lord. He shall give thee the desires of thy heart, verse 5. Commit thy way unto the Lord, trust unto him, and he shall bring it to pass. Now, that's the first phrase I want you to keep in mind as we go through the message this morning. And Let me explain the second phrase. And in the second phrase comes from the mother of Jesus herself. The Ma, Mary, the mother of Jesus, was a channel of God's love and his son coming to the earth. And her life wasn't easy as, as you read the scripture. And so when the angel came to her and to introduce this idea or introduce the subject, or in fact to announce, to her that she was going to be the mother of Jesus she started to have questions in her mind and i believe one of the first questions she asked the angel and she probably had other questions in her mind how can this be you know i, I don't even know a ma- i don't know a man how can this be And she had all these questions in her mind. And do you know what the angel told her? He, the angel told her that for with God nothing shall be impossible. Nothing shall be impossible if it is God's will. And he wants to make it come to pass. And so despite her questions, this is what she told the angel. Behold, the handmaid of the Lord, be it unto me according to thy word. And you can hear the words of trust. You can hear the words of commitment. She had a lot of questions. But she said, be it according to thy word. So now, I haven't got to Mary's phrase yet that I want you to remember. So as Mary was the mother of Jesus... And she watched Jesus grow up. And can you imagine what kind of childhood that was? What kind of a teenager was he as he grew up? Well, and, and when she, he was 12 years old, Mary heard him say, I must be about my father's business. So she knows she had quite a boy. And Mary watched him as he grew up. She watched him as he began his ministry. And she was present at his first miracle. At the wedding of Canaan of Galilee. And they ran into a problem. They didn't run out of punch. They ran out of wine. And that takes a while to... um, To make, as you know. So they 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 were in a dilemma. And this is the phrase I want you mothers to remember, along with the first phrase delight thyself in the Lord, and he shall give the desires of our heart. And what Jesus' mother said, let I want to encourage you mothers with that. Jesus' mother told the servants. Whatsoever he saith unto you, do it. You can't go wrong on that. Jesus' mother knew that. So she watched him grow up. She watched him go into his ministry. And I believe she knew he was the Son of God. Whatsoever he saith unto you, do it. Remember, I said Mary did not have an easy life. At the end of Jesus' ministry, it says in the book of John, Now there stood by the cross of Jesus his mother. And no more needs to be said on that. I think you get the picture. And I wonder if Jesus is, when Mary was standing by the cross, did she remember what she told the angel? Behold, the handmaid of the Lord, be it according to thy word. See, it was a package deal. And when you're a mother, you're in it, of obviously, of course, for the long haul, but God will be with you. As, as it said in Mel's second song, didn't it say in the Course that he will walk beside me? And I want you mothers to claim that promise. And so, in the message today, think about those two phrases. <clears throat> And I want to pull six phrases out of Proverbs 31. And I know that Proverbs 31 is talking about the virtuous woman, but I'm pulling out six phrases for mothers today. So if you would like to turn to uh, Proverbs 31. So, I will be breaking in here at verse 11. And this phrase is the heart of her husband does safely trust in her. And I'm starting with that phrase because if in the context of, of biblical principles, a mother needs to have a husband. And so it says that the heart of her husband does safely trust in her. And before we get to that point, let's back up. There's something needs to happen first. The husband, before he's married, he needs to be out there on the search. As it says in Proverbs 1822, Whoso findeth a wife findeth a good thing, and he obtains favor of the Lord. And so if you're a young man here and you're in that stage, you know, make sure that you're seeking a godly companion that is already delighting herself in the Lord. And so that the God's blessing can be upon the home. The NIV says it this way on that phrase of the husband's heart safely trusting in her is that he has full confidence in her. And it is a blessing that we as husbands can have full confidence in our wives. And I I don't need to. I'll list a few things but not an exhaustive list. <clears throat> you know, he can the husband can have full confidence in the mother that you know as she keeps the house, as she takes care of the children, and, and she maybe writes the checks and he can have confidence she'll stay within the budget hopefully. And cooking he can trust her. And when God blesses the home with children, of course, this message is for mothers, but it can benefit us all. He can trust that she, her influence on the children, he can have confidence in that, whether he is present or whether he is absent. That confidence will be the same. And hopefully, when a high pressure salesman comes to the door and he's not there, he can have confidence that this mother will do the right thing. He doesn't need to worry. And I'll stop with that. We could go on. Okay, phrase number two out of Proverbs 31, verse 12. And and, and we can't imagine the depth of this blessing. It says that she will do him good. You know, all the days of her life. This is talking about a godly mother that's a channel of God's love. She will do him good all the days of her life. So let's go back a little bit like we did before. Before this can happen... The young man needs to seek the wife again. That's so important. Is he seeking somebody that's following God? Is the young man himself delighting in the Lord? You know, does he take time to learn to know this lady? And does he share his goals and his values in life? And see there's a principle in scripture Titus 2:4 it says that the that they may teach the this is the older women teaching the younger women to love their husbands and to love their children And I believe it would be good for the young man to visit with the young lady's mother visit with the young lady's grandmother her aunts, and the older ladies that influence her life. And and, uh, then if he's a spiritual leader in a home, she will respond to be right with him and live out this promise. Maybe you ladies, maybe you mothers don't know how awkward men feel when they're in this process in life. You know, how do you propose to a lady what if she says no or maybe do you, see you mothers don't know how that that is or, or you you wives that that puts us in quite a situation at times and I heard this little story about one man he was in this situation he didn't know how to approach it or ask the question so he He approaches it like this. And so he asks her, Would you like to be buried with my people? So so there's different ways to come to the same conclusion. Okay, let's move on to the third phrase from verse 15. This godly woman... That's a channel. It says she raises, rises while it is yet night and provides food for her household. You know, she's not lazy. She is diligent. And I trust that our mothers in their busy times will take time, maybe when she raises while it's still dark, take a few minutes to read God's word, and to pray. And she can have maybe more dedicated time to that later in the day. I like this verse from Proverbs eight seventeen. It says, I love them that love me, and those that seek me early shall find me. And I like at least two aspects of that. That they that seek me early in the day shall find me, and they that seek me early in life shall find me. And I think it's wonderful if we can do both. And of course, you mothers, I'm sure you pray and you meditate as you go about your work. And of course, you can, in, in today's world, we have a lot of electronic options that you can listen to God's word as you go about your work. But I'm not one that's an advocate of that Unless it's a busy mother, that's better than not reading the Word at all. But please work a few moments to listen to the Word because you're a channel to your children of God's Word and of His truth. And as this verse indicates, she prepares food for her children and her husband, which may include but not limited to packing lunches and so on. She does it out of a heart of love because it's her delight to serve her family as she serves the Lord. Let's move on to the next uh, phrase. It's in verse 20. This kind of a mother stretches her hand out to the poor, it says. She not only meets the needs of her family, but she's aware of the needs around her, and she's a channel to the needy. Even though she is busy taking care of her family, she finds time for the less fortunate. And I believe God in His Holy Spirit can can bring these Situations to our lives as, as mothers and as Jesus' mother said whatever he says unto you do it and sometimes in my life I, f- I find that you know the spirit may prompt me to do something and I want to back off I want to resist uh, like like my wife and I were down in Louisiana with CAM and I was driving down the street and I saw a homeless man over by the woods. And well, should I stop or not stop? And I believe we turned around and went back. I said, we need to go check on that man. And in that particular uh, time, we were handing out food to the people that needed it as well as ministering to their other needs. And we usually carried water and, and snacks with us to share with the people. and So I ran out of water. So I only had a half a bottle of water that my wife and I were drinking on. So I grabbed a snack and got out of the car and went to him. He said, no, I need water. See, he was wanting water. I said, okay, I got a half a bottle in the car I'm drinking on. Will that do you? He said, that'll be perfect. You see, we just need to listen to God, no matter how busy we are, that, he, he, that we can be channels of God's love. And this busy mother also provides food for others, Salvation Army meals, or it says she reaches out to the poor. That could include taking people in the neighborhood to doctor's appointments, visiting the lonely, and, and, and et cetera. And I just want to bless you mothers. We have those kind in our congregation. Now let's pull the phrase out of uh, 26 Proverbs 31:26 It says she openeth her mouth with wisdom and in her tongue is the law of kindness. It's because this mother has prayed, she has sought God. She is a channel of God's love and she Over the years, God has given her wisdom by reading the Word, following the dictations of the Holy Spirit. And now she has wisdom that she can share with others and give advice to her children. And now she is the part of the group of older ladies that we looked at earlier, as it says in Titus 2.5, to be discreet. She's part of the group of the older eight ladies that teach the young ones to be discreet, chaste, keepers at home, good, obedient to their own husbands. And as she gives her wisdom, as she shares her wisdom, it's out of a heart of kindness and concern. For the next generation. Then, verse 28, we see what happens. Her children rise up and call her blessed. And there's a lot of reasons that her children may rise up and call her blessed. Maybe the older children in the home have observed her, you know laboring way up into the night, getting up early in the morning. Maybe they overheard her prayer when they walked past their room. And they know she put first God first in her life. And God's love flowed through her. You know, she changed the diapers, she washed the clothes, she fed, she prayed. For them when they were away. She helps with the homework, corrected them when they were disobedient. She praised them when they obeyed and made right choices. She encouraged them when they did their work well and was a companion to them. In other words, this godly mother is in tune with the life of their child. And you mothers, don't know the impact that you're having upon your children as you're a channel of God's love to them. Like our son Samuel, when he was younger his mother taught him to sing the rudiments of music and he took off and left her in the dust and she didn't know what God had her preparing him for. That's just one example (laughs) This mother encourages them, they did their work well, Was, helped them through trials and temptations, and blessed them. She took time, she takes time to hear their problems and their concerns. And mothers, there's a verse in Hebrews 6:10 that says uh, something like this: "For God is not unrighteous to forget your labor of love." And I know that's in a different context, but God will not forget your labor, mothers. And I want you to take courage in that. A godly mother is a channel of God's love, moving the next generation to faith. And you know why a mother has such a powerful influence? She can have a powerful influence of moving the next generation, her children and others, to faith because she has crucified self in her life. And the first focus in her life is others. And we're blessed to have those examples here at the peak. And it's talking about, in verse 25, it's talking about her children rising up and calling her blessed. And when her children leave and have their own homes, they still want her wisdom, advice, and godly example, and that follows them. Then in this verse, it talks about her husband. Her husband praises her. She has stood by him in the difficult and uncertain times when nobody else understood or misunderstood. She was a constant companion and support. She supported him in his life's calling and work. And all of her life was a channel of God's love and power to reach many lives. A godly mother will face unanswered prayers But she still trusts. And there will be hard and difficult times and uncertainties the way Jesus' mother faced. But she will stay committed. And there are times that she will be discouraged. But she will delight herself in the Lord. And if she feels like the desires of her heart aren't being met, then she will go back and say, well, I need to draw closer to God, delight myself in the Lord more, and He will show me the way. In fact, in Psalm 37 that we was at earlier, says in verse 30, uh, verse 6, If a person follows these examples of trust, commitment, and delighting themselves in the Lord, in the end it says he's going to bring forth that person and he shall bring forth thy righteousness as the light. A godly mother will always be a channel of God's love to her family and others regardless of, how those individuals respond. So just a footnote to the message, I felt God moved me to this message because of Mother's Day, principles of his word and these principles of a virtuous woman. Brother Samuel Goering the other Sunday gave us some roses So this morning I'd like to give my wife some roses and say that the context of this message I observed in my house. Shall we sing?